Okay, okay, this is a Geico commercial, a 30-second one, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you. Eh, the lizard voice doesn't work. But please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. That's the same amount of years as I've been alive. <laughs> At any time you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 54321, I'm out of time. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. <laughs> you sound you sound phlegmy this morning. A little bit because uh, I don't know. Why don't you talk into the microphone? I, I didn't know we were on the air, Ferris. There, there is say, no air. It's a podcast. I didn't know that you said that we are recording. We're you not, didn't do really. your little introduction. Did you like me to do that right now? No, not at all. No? You think no. they can handle it without... Yeah, why not? What if they don't it's know what, what they're listening to? Well, then I'll do my introduction. Go ahead. You do it. Welcome to Zuckerman's <laughs> Seldom Right But Never in Doubt, where we share all sorts of shit we know nothing about. That doesn't stop us from... <laughs> from acting like we do. How do you like that? That sounded like Fats. That sounded like my dad. Really? Yeah, it also had a, like a it had a rhyme in the middle of it. Seldom right, but never in doubt. Never. Yeah, that you should have just stopped right there. The rest yeah. of it you have to figure out. No, I have it. I was ad-libbing and I'm not as good as you. So we'll just do seldom right, but never in doubt. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you your uh, fans on this show are kind of like uh, the fans of the far right wing. Don't, they're 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 as crazy as you are, and they're they're vicious, and they they get a, they get riled up, and they love how dirty you they're are. They're in on the joke. They get it. It's not nothing to do get with it. being vicious. They understand. I think they're a mob. They're technically a mob. I'm gonna blow my nose right now. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> oh God, all that phlegm. It's disgusting. Mucus. It's good. I think my wife is getting me sick right before the vacation. Everybody's been sick in my house. You don't look sick. You Everybody look has been sick except for me. Everybody. You got and I love and I love all these little things that are coming up too. The uh, the uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, she. Oh, you know, here's one thing we're doing. Uh, uh, drinking celery juice every morning, right? I stopped. This is because of you and because of your friend Mo, right? I think that's what gives you the... the I think you're allergic but, to it. But just like so grass. everybody knows what's going on, I'm not allergic to celery juice. I know everything I'm allergic to. Zuckerman and his friend Mo were singing the virtues. It's really Mo. It's not really your fault. But Mo singing the virtues of celery juice and how it changed his life. <laughs> and by right? the way... And then, every morning, wait, you drink, you drink uh, like a quart of celery juice on an empty stomach and it will change your life from everything. I'm sleeping better. This is... And you guys guys worked me over for two or three weekends in a row in Malibu, right? And so one day driving home from the office, I picked up some celery juice, okay? And I've been drinking celery juice every morning, Zuckerman. And let me tell you something. The only thing that's changed in my life is... Your poops. Nope. Is I'm drinking celery juice every right. morning. That's right. it. There's nothing else has changed. I stopped. But my wife, but my wife had some, and her her facialist said to her, she goes, uh, "Oh, it's it, you know, it helps uh, with the detox." And she just Such bought bullshit. that hook, line, and sicker. So I, this is what I always do with my wife when she says stuff like that. I say, "Okay, that that's amazing. By the way, thank you for sharing that with me. But scientifically, can you explain that to me in a way I can understand?" 
what's in me and how it gets out of me. <laughs> and and that's that was they, the whole thing. They shut down. One right of Mo, at that one of Moise's, our friend Moise, uh, who is kooky and uh, has a little bit of dough in his pocket and more time in his hands. Uh, he's the one who told me about the celery juice, and he said that one of his West Side gurus told him to do it. Mm. And I said, why does it work? Did the guy tell you why it works? And he says, the guy doesn't know. He's also the guy that told him to put his face in freezing cold water every morning because that's how Paul Newman stayed so youthful. And no. if you looked at Moise, maybe it worked for Newman. It hasn't worked Did for Paul him. Did Paul Newman stay youthful? He was a smoker most of his life. He it, died okay. of cancer. Uh, I mean, buddy, that okay, wasn't it, a youthful it, face. It, I don't it, look think of him as youthful. He looks better than... He, at the end, he looked better than Robert Redford, his pal. I mean, Redford really Redford looks... Redford has the weird growths on his face, but he's still walking around. But you know how he's got those kind of bumps? Deep pores and bumps and lots yeah. of flesh growing on flesh. But he's doing pretty good. He's still working. He just did his last movie, The Old Man and the Gun. I think it was the last, not that I know. Not you that should I follow. review movies for us. No, you should review... Okay, what You're should... watching Umbrella Academy right now, like my kids. <laughs> anyway, the celery juice... Here, here was another one we got, the vitamin C, Zuckerman. You're, you're involved in a lot of medical cases. The vitamin C uh, boosts the immune system, okay? And so I finally confronted my wife after, after my kids were drinking this stuff and hated the taste. And I said, well, explain. The immune system is a multi-branch schematic of many different systems in the body. So how does the vitamin C boost it? Like, which, which area is it boosting exactly? I'll tell you. <laughs> it's boosting the sales of Chalk's vitamin. It's, it's the same. Everything is just an updated scam. Remember, when well, we this were... is what. what but before you expound on this, here's the question I want to ask you: Have you ever thought about suing the supplement industry? Because oh yeah, oh yeah. But you, some of the, one of the biggest of you, you may remember Fenfen yeah. from the '90s, the right. weight loss supplements. That was. Billions of dollars of lawsuits because it helped you to lose weight by giving you a heart attack <laughs> and, and wrecking your heart forever. Um, so, yes. So, some you, would, so it was you just decomposing yes. that lost the weight. Yeah, wow. or being like speeded out. Right. So it's sup- still completely unregulated, this whole industry? Right, the FDA attempts to regulate the supplement industry. The supplement industry fends off strict regulation uh, because they say they're not making medicines. Uh, but they, it's, So all of these supplements were back to Spanish fly and X-ray glasses. <laughs> you don't know really what you're getting. Some of them right. are probably good. Some of them, uh, some of them I take, and they're great. If, but a lot of the ones with the more dubious claims uh, probably don't work. It's unbelievable. Uh, what people will just believe, and this, the the amount of disinformation in my kitchen about all of it makes me What's, crazy. Think about it through the through the ages, Ferris. In the old west, there was a snake oil salesman. Nothing's really <laughs> changed. Before that, there was the alchemist who could make a lump of lead into gold yes. and take your money or yes. water into wine. This has been going on since the beginning of time. There's a sucker born every minute. We're 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 a bit of alchemists. That's all we're doing right now. Turning number two into number one. Yes, <laughs> that's, what, that's, our, that's that should be on your card. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio, everybody. There's your beginning. How are you all uh, today? Uh, I'm here in Beverly Hills with Zuckerman. We're having uh, John Shope of Dirty Bird Concepts call in. 
He's got a motorcycle outfit. He's a friend of uh, Richard Rollins, and he's also a car builder, and uh, he's uh, doing a show with Hangar 56, my little company. We do a lot of stuff with Hangar 56. Wow. We do a lot of, we, we sell everywhere, CBS, Amazon, all the big, we do comedy, we do scripted, we do the whole deal. <clears throat> but the car stuff, we're going to let flow through the podcast here, because it's Spike's Car Radio. And he's got, uh, we have a new show with him, um, where he's going to be uh, buying, fixing up, and then selling cars it's a facebook watch show and it uh the cars are going to sell on facebook marketplace and these guys you know we went out and we uh we we, you know we met them not too long ago and you go out to arizona with these guys it's a whole different world zuckerman you think you felt uncomfortable at barrett jackson wait wait do you come uh visit this crew (laughs) (laughs) they're super nice guys but you hang out on this old strip i forget this is part of arizona cave creek and there's this one street in Cave Creek that's all biker bars. And it is wild. It is a wild place. People got guns. People are just riding down the street on four by fours. Uh, I mean, on motorcycles, motocross bikes, no no license plates. It's Strapping lawless. Guns. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do, why do I want to go there? Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable there. <clears throat> you kind of feel comfortable after a while. No, you wouldn't, actually. I, it's... I could, I relaxed into it. You relax into the kind of lawless fun, and also there's that weird energy that you know everybody kind of has a gun. You know that energy. You ever been around that yes, before? Everybody says yes, and they, ma'am, no, ma'am, yeah. thank you, ma'am. There's that. There's the, oh, you there's might the get politeness shot. that that masks uh, <laughs> the, uh, the violence that's just under the surface. I get really nervous around that kind of politeness. Yeah, I yeah. always feel the next thing that's going to happen is a bullet in my head. I kind of like it. I kind of, I have to say, kind of enjoy it. Anyway, we're going to do that. You know, uh, just to update you on a couple things here in uh, Spike's Car Radio, Zuckerman and I did a little uh, auction preview the other day for for the Gooding and Company. We did an auction. It wasn't a preview. I'm still waking up here. I apologize. It was, Was uh, we were, we were commenting, commentating on auctions, on the Amelia Island auction, and, uh... Folks really liked it. I read a lot of uh, positive response. They acknowledged, you know, yes, it's an experiment. Will, the audio was an issue for a lot of folks. I think uh, Will's shrugging. Well, no, you got to get it better. you got to... What? Uh, you you had someone record can, it man. and send wait, it to wait, you. <laughs> That's it. He's yeah. like, what? You had someone record it and send it to you, and then I told you I would control the volume from here, and you controlled it from your laptop. Blah, yeah, you got to do better. Blah, blah, okay. Blah, yeah. Blah 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 blah. blah. Do <laughs> better. Your bullshit. I'm not going to take this head. Head. No. But I wonder. No. But I wonder. While all three of us are here, if we record this while it's being broadcast live, will that make it easier for you? Because they all do live streams. I mean, that, yeah. If I could set it up in here and record it into the recorder here, it would probably be a lot better. Well, why can't you do that? Uh, I could have done it if the studio was open, but it was closed. That was oh. the problem. Or there was somebody blah, in here. Blah, 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 blah. More blah, 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 excuses. Excuses. Yeah. excuses. More excuses. excuses. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it again. What's the next one we should do, Zuckerman? What well, do okay, we've got everything in the summer coming up. I think there's something in New Haven before then. Hmm. Isn't there something in Connecticut we can oh, do? Oh, the Greenwich one? Yeah. That one? Yeah. That Why could not? be fun. 
I don't yes. think they do a live coverage of it. Hello, it's very country club here. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, From the Swiggins. Club. Yeah, and I'm Smith and Swiggins. <laughs> Swiggins and Smithson. How are your stocks doing, Swiggins? Well, I took a shellacking in capital a gains. Shellacking. Oh. <laughs> a shellacking? capital well, gains, Well, you'll come man. back next year, old man. Old Bean, how about I, uh, can I sell you some debentures <laughs> in future profits? Don't forget to carry those losses forward, Swiggins. you got five years. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a dollar for you. <laughs> a dollar for each of you. Yes. Well, that. so we're going to do that again. We also have had zero M&M updates. <laughs> oh. Zero. Out of all the fans, I know they've been bombarding these people. There was a lot of kerfluffle over the uh, jalapeno M&M launch. Did you see that? Horrible. Horrible. Like, they can't get the peanut right, and they're launching these all these other – a toffee one with a British guy, a jalapeno guy with a Mexican guy. However, uh, you know that I have a lawyer – kind of a lawyer, technical lawyer, scientist guy that works for me, Alexander Miltenberger. You've met him? <laughs> Miltenberger. Is this a bit? This is a bit. Yes, I met Milton Miltenberger. Milton Milton Miltenberger. And Miltenberger, with his science background, I asked him to research why the peanut <laughs> M&Ms are so defective. And we have an answer. According to Miltenberger, yes. What okay. is Miltenberger's Mel- Miltenberger answer? Miltenberger on M&Ms will say the following. His name should be, by the way, Milton Berger. <laughs> <laughs> Milton Berger. Professor Milton Berger told me the following, that about 10 years ago, yes. uh, the M&M's company developed a tube, a cooling tube, for the chocolate and for the candy so that they could make the do the cooling process faster. They patented this new cooling technique to speed up the production so that it would be faster to bring large amounts of peanut M&Ms to market mm-hmm. at places like Costco <laughs> and your big box stores. And the cooling process does not work as good as the old cooling process. How the hell did he find this out? Uh, because he has a science background. And so now he is going to be researching the patents to determine what it is about their cooling process wow. that makes the mutants. Lead <laughs> Will laughing. Yes. So we're deep <laughs> into like, this. I thought I, this how was does a, he know? He's a I thought background. this was a car podcast I was producing. The point no. is, everybody, is <clears throat> I love if this they won't man. give me an answer, I'm going to find the fucking yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Selling me that shit. You should see the latest batch I got. I've never seen anything like it. I had like one last it. night. I know. I had I've a got the candy tumor. just on the peanut with no chocolate. Oh, I've got one that I'm going to show you a picture of. It's got two M's printed on it. Ooh. Uh, oh. Rare fluke. It's like that stamp with the plane upside down. <laughs> yeah, the inverted Jenny. That's, yes. that's also like the two-headed snake. The, you knew it's the invert. How do you know that? I was a stamp nerd when I was a kid. I can't believe the two of us actually know what we're talking <laughs> my about. Mo- I still feel the pain of my mom throwing away my stamp collection. I found, I found when, when we moved into our house and I was six, imagine this, Zuckerman, and the people who owned my house had been living there since the early 1900s. And I go up to the attic and I open the door above the garage and it's full of old stuff. Furniture. Treasure. Stuff. Treasure to the six-year-old. Of course. And then there's a, there's a chest and it's locked. I don't, I guess these people died when my parents bought the house <laughs> and my, my 
friends and I take a screwdriver and hammer it open. We open and it's just filled with goofball pictures. I, I still have one of the pictures. It's a little spanky kid who's like four years old in that kind of like pink, black and white. Yeah. Drinking a beer with a cigarette. <laughs> but he's like four years old, but looking tough like the little rascals. And then this album full of stamps, beautiful old stamps, which I this kicks everything off for me. And my mom threw it out. What's wrong? When with I her? went to college, what is she, she threw it out? The classic throwout, right? There's no yeah. internet, but there was some good stuff in there. This was an old collection. Can we call your mom and yell at her about that? Um, yeah, For sure. If you want. Why not? Why not? Oh, Michael, she's not going to even remember it at this point. I tell you what, my I've mom, yelled at her enough. By the way, my mom did something it. horrendous once when I was a kid that we never let her forget. We had a cat that she didn't like. Mm-hmm. And she took him to another neighborhood in yep. a pillowcase yep. and dropped him off. Why the pillowcase? That's how you get. That's he how was you a get vicious a, cat. That's how you get an unwilling cat into the car when you don't have a modern cat carrier. You put it in right. a pillowcase. Think of all the stuff we could have invented back in the days, Zuckerman. If we went cat back carrier, and, yeah, dog I, I, carrier. That's a pretty dog. easy one to just do. Well, you can make a fortune on that. Except the pillowcase works just fine in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Cat can't do much when it's in a pillowcase. Yeah, my brother Wally was allergic to every animal. He had asthma and all sorts of things. Probably because my dad smoked in the car. <laughs> but every we kept trying pets. The kids would always we'd always come home with a pet. And no, would... there was no hypoallergenic <laughs> dog yet on the market. Maybe this cat. Maybe maybe this dog. And then two weeks later, my brother would be reactive, and they would disappear at the at the farm. There's a farm. Oh, We're bringing yeah. them to the farm. They just got thrown out of the car. Uh, no, the Brockton SPCA or something. Oh, where they, they put them down. Put them down in two on days. The farm. Yeah. On the farm. Unquote, <laughs> on the farm. Send them to the farm. <laughs> they later confessed that one to me. Yes. But we did actually find a cat that, that, that worked. Lips. Jupiots was his name. Named by my insane father. That for some reason that cat was just fine. Lips. But we, we had him uh, our whole lives. Isn't that amazing? There you go. <clears throat> it did work. He kept losing body parts towards the end. He would leave the house and come back without part of his tail, yeah, yeah. Then, then one of his legs, and then an ear. And then uh, my father said, I think he's trying to escape piece by piece. That was his joke. Oh, that was that a fat joke. One. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> you said I'm very fatsy, and I can appreciate that. That first thing you did at the beginning of the show was very fatsy, and yeah. Seldom right, but never in doubt by Fats Ferriston. <laughs> Straight from West Bridgeport. West, West Bridgeport. West Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Jeez, Massachusetts. Don't say Bridgeport. That okay. sounds nice. That's where Swiggins lives. <laughs> West Bridgeport, Swiggins. And his dementias and his ticker tape. I'll be in the library. We could do it. We could do an episode of Seldom Right. I can already hear your angry mob going, We need to hear the Zuckerman Seldom Right. I'm telling you, just do. <laughs> If you did an angry guy show about what you're angry about, that that'll work. Why don't we do that? When we can put, we could do a posting on your angry. Instagram and say what are things you're angry about. Yeah, and that was like the car. They, but what, it doesn't matter what they're angry about. It matters what you're angry what, about. You got to like, come in. I'm always, angry. I'm angry. hot. Right? Okay, here's something. I don't like the way people talk to me, but I want to talk to you however I want. (laughs) (laughs) You like that one? That's good. Yes. Yeah, I like It's a very unequal world out there. All for me, none for you. I mean, uh, you and I were both angry over the weekend at a variety of things. Me, it was the the people dicking around in the left lane on the PCH, and then the subsequent accident. 
you, did, you weren't a part of the accident on the way back. So after... Okay, yesterday, they, I, I was trying to go see my son up in Ramirez Canyon. I couldn't get there because there was, a, there was a summertime accident somewhere around Joffrey's or Paradise Cove, and I was stuck down by Malibu Seafood, and I just turned around with a whole bag of fried chicken and Bill's <laughs> greasy stuff, and I, had a, I drove it into town, which took forever. There was an accident on the other side, too. Yeah. And and we finally got to the end of it, and it was a big goofball on a Harley-Davidson that had kind of wiped, standing there in his T-shirt and shorts. Shredded? Yeah. Just bleeding a little bit, but laughing with the cops. Oh, and, you know, oh, 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 oh I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I have brain injury, but I'm fine. <laughs> he actually was fine. And, but they were dealing with the... They were all looking at the bike. Meanwhile, we had been in traffic for an What's hour. I was in that at? speedster. I'm in the speedster sitting in the hot sun with the top down. Boiling. Yeah. And they could have just, just walked over to the we, side of the road. We could do an hour alone on people looking at their broken cars, staring at them as if something magical yeah. is going to happen. Well, if I look at the if I look at the damaged car long enough, why? But it, that's it'll not it. It's the freeze. They think they should freeze in the exact position so that the police can see what happened. So that the they can share but all the unimportant cares. details and yeah, they can everybody about. else. But uh, look, but if you're driving on the PCH, move a, to the right. And don't make a U-turn. No U-turns. And no stop U-turn. dicking around in the left lane everywhere in this country. We're tired of it. Learn. It's getting worse, the not better. The left lane is for passing. Yes. I'll tell you where we made a mistake yesterday that we did not think about. It's spring break. And that's why between the weather and the spring break. Well, St. Patrick's Day. And St. Patrick's Day. And yeah. But not and not that there's an Irish bar on PCH, but not that that would stop anybody from I saw, drinking. I saw a guy with green hair. Did really? you see it on my Instagram feed? I didn't see that. Bright green hair. I didn't know what I was looking. You know at. what I saw a lot of yesterday? Guys that looked like they were they were looking for the next filming of the Point Break movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be. I'll be Gary Busey. <laughs> you be Patrick Swayze. I'll be Johnny Utah. That's they, just young people. Is that young people? I yeah. saw some old people. That we're looking like surfers. Surfers with old guys with with dark hair, bleached blonde hair, board shorts, fat Mm -hmm. stomachs. Yep. um, All of that, that whole look. I saw, did you meet the guys? We met some fans out in Malibu, some some kids from Texas who said we were listening to you guys, you and Zuckerman. We're here because of you guys. We came all the way to California. We uh, went to Turo. We downloaded the app, and they rented a BMW M4 in a bright green color and a red Cayman. So smart. And they were jamming through the canyons. They go, we have four hours of canyon jamming. Then we went to want to buy a watch to talk to Ken Jacobs about uh, Daytona's. I guess they're rich kids. Smart kids. Yeah, and then they came to say hi to us. What a perfectly lovely time they were having. But look. We've inf- we're influencers now. We influenced four kids from Texas. <laughs> Give me some money. <laughs> they had a they had a great day. They they, they, did. they finally understood what we're up to and what we're doing. The simple pleasures of a nice drive on a sunny day in California. That was a very enjoyable breakfast yesterday. Yeah, it was good. It yes. was a good one. It was indeed. <clears throat> did we no one got sick? <laughs> No, I don't know. I'm thinking about <clears throat> I'm thinking about it, but uh, no, Bill's food <clears throat> Bill's food remained solid. Yeah. Until yeah. it's not. It was it was delicious. <laughs> that sandwich. Him and his egg grease buttery yeah, I won't say the, greasy, buttery <clears throat> egg sandwich. That's the James named after my son. Really? Yeah. The James breakfast sandwich. Interesting. Cream cheese. Meats. Eggs. Bagel. What would my sandwich be? 
<clears throat> the Zuckerman, yeah, that well, horrible corned beef you eat with the <laughs> fat on it that you just. <laughs> we should really post some of your eating videos that I've shot. I'm a the pig. ones you asked me not to post. Don't Those, post them. My father the would. The food is falling out of your mouth, and yeah, we we could have <clears throat> different captions. Like my father would always say, "You eat like you're from Lois Slobovia," <laughs> <laughs> or with my face face was too close to the plate. What's the matter? The fork don't lift. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yep. Our parents great. Yes. Anyway, in a minute, we're going to get John Shope on the phone. He's going to call us from uh, from Arizona and talk about this new show we're doing for Hangar 56. Yeah. Um, we'll guy. be right back. Yeah, man, we'll be right back with Spike's Car Radio. The most effective way to customize your car is starting behind the wheel, so why not check out Caliper Covers? They are fully licensed with most auto manufacturers, plus a three-year warranty, and are made here in the U.S. Let me tell you something. If you want a new cover for your car, you need to check out Caliper at calipercovers.com. With MGP Caliper Covers, you can design your own style to enhance your car. They have so many logos to choose from, and you can use your own with any auto color. If you wanted, you could upload the logo for Spike's Car Radio and make that your caliper cover. You could be one of the true fans repping the SCR logo everywhere you go. I recommend that one. So why aren't you being that fan? At calipercovers.com, pick your make, model, year, and sub-model of your vehicle and select to customize to start the process. All customized orders usually ship within 10 business days. Calipercovers.com is easy to install. comes with three-year warranty and lifetime clips. Lifetime clips. They are made with aerospace aluminum and powder-coated. They will dissipate brake heat and reduce brake dust. I, Spike Furston, recommend Calipercovers.com for listeners of this podcast. These are good guys with a good product, and right now you can use the promo code SPIKE10 for 10% off and free Ground shipping within continental USA. Sorry, Hawaii. Sorry, Alaska. I'll work on that. So don't wait. Go to calipercovers.com, Spike 10. That's calipercovers.com and enter Spike 10. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. Welcome back to Spike's Car Radio. Uh, in a second, we're going to have John Shope calling in from AZ, Arizona, Cave Creek. Arizona. What is what kind of state is Arizona? Like where the Golden State? What's the Arizona? I grew up in like a really kind of like down home, (laughs) red state uh, town in Massachusetts, West Bridgewater. We had gun racks. We had dairy farms. We had Leonard Mm. Skinner. We had rough and tumble behavior. So I like I like it when I go to these places. I feel comfortable. I feel really comfortable in Florida too, Zuckerman. It's such a weird thing. I feel, I I feel comfortable. I'm, <clears throat> I'm white trash at my core. I'm white trash. I disguise it with with pretty things, but I'm white trash. I like to I like to hear that. <laughs> you are too, <laughs> but you're the New York version of it, right? Yeah, it's that Long Island it's, it's Long Island thing. John John Shope, you on? I'm here. How are you, man? I'm doing great. So sun's I, out. What's that? I said the sun's out and it's 79 degrees. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a weather report from John Shope. I was telling my co-host here in the studio, Zuckerman, about uh, Cave Creek, Arizona. You met John when we went, yes. when we went to... Uh, Barrett Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Explain uh, for the listeners a little bit about Cave Creek, Arizona, where you are, and what that vibe is. No, it's, you know, it's like it's a country town. And it uh, it's just never evolved. So it's up in the mountains, up uh, north, North Phoenix. It's really a cool spot. One road in, one road out. And it's all and it's and how many bars are on that little strip right there? 
Uh, there's quite a few. If you come, if you come to Scottsdale or Phoenix, you got to go up to Cave Creek and check it out. But uh, there's there's bars and gift shops and all kinds of crazy bull riding and <laughs> you name it. It's up there. And what's the name of your bar? Don't you have a bar up there? Uh, you know, my buddy owns the Hideaway Grill and That's the Roadhouse. It. That's and right. I've got a little satellite bar inside there. It's not really mine, but all my stuff's up on the walls, and it's pretty cool. So it's, I don't drink anywhere else. So that's the bar that goes along with your your motorcycle shop, Dirty Bird Customs. Exactly, Dirty Bird Concepts. Yeah, Concepts. there's a bunch of pictures all all tacked up all over there. Got it. And and now, what, am I correct? Everybody up there is packing heat. It's an open carry street. <laughs> yeah, but the way I look at it, the guys that are carrying the guns are uh, pussies. <laughs> they want to keep their gun. They want to keep their gun uh, permit. So oh they're not wow! Shoot nobody. <laughs> All right. It's the ones that are hiding the guns that you better watch out for. I got it. And and you know, I'll tell you what I noticed right away that I loved was everybody was riding like uh, like ATVs and motor- dirt bikes on the street without license plates. <laughs> they're just yeah, bombing they're around and doing whatever they want. That the, the police don't seem to care about that. Yeah, there's no helmet law, and uh, the razors and quads and all that, you can get street-legal plates for them. It's pretty crazy. So, Zuckerman, what happens in that situation with you? You're a lawyer. There's no helmet law. Somebody gets hit, and their egg cracks. Well, you know, it's a, whoever's <laughs> at fault pays if they have insurance, but it sounds like, it sounds like a, a kind of a, a Wild West, and I like that. Is, it, is that okay? I mean, that... Uh, it must make it better for you then because you have more head injuries, right? Except for the fact that it sounds like you're describing people that don't necessarily insure their vehicles. So I don't know if guys that, <laughs> without license plates and, and, and who are just bombing around town on their quads actually have insurance. You might just be sucking it up if you get hurt. Yeah, a lot of uh, illegals too. So you might get hit by one of those and they take off yeah. or have nothing. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is exciting. <clears throat> Excuse me, John. I'm having an allergy attack. Um, Flipping Dirty Bird is your new show. And, um, you know, before we get into that, you know, I heard about you from Richard Rollins. How did, how did you get uh, to be close to Richard Rollins at Fast and Loud? You want to hear the real story? Yes, of course. So he, we're in Sturgis, and I have my semi sitting there, and I have a green and black bike that's that's crazy sitting there. He gets out of the car in the middle of traffic, leaves the car there, and comes over to look at the bike. I know who he is, but I don't kiss nobody's ass. You know what I mean? Whatever. But he, So he says, hey, how much for the bike? I said, it's not for sale. So he says, uh, can I sit on it? And he had these heart-shaped glasses on. And so I said, not with those glasses. Love at first sight. So he, hand, so he hands uh, uh, glasses to Russell, you know, the bearded guy on the show now, Russell? Yep. He's standing there like he's his bodyguard or something. But anyway, um, we, we just start talking about the bike, and uh, I end up, uh, he, sa- oh, he, he sends me an offer later. We talk and everything, and he sends me an offer, and it's just ridiculous. So I, I send him back. I'm not even going to tell you what I sent back. It'll burn your eyes out. <laughs> the picture I sent him, you can't unsee it. And I figured that's the end of Richard Rollins. And he texts back, oh, so we've been friends ever since. That's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> and pe- folks who haven't seen your bikes, Dirty Bird Concepts sells Harleys and Indians, right? And they're, yeah. they're these, uh, you call them baggers. 
Yeah, they're you know they're touring bikes. We change them up though. We put longer bags and we sell all kinds of parts. We're probably the biggest body part distributor for other shops. But explain around. explain to the audience what a bagger bike. You're because most of the folks listening here are Porsche guys, so they they may, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. me. They don't know what they, or didn't know what baggers were. Hey, I'm a Porsche guy, but anyway, um, yeah. So a bagger is a touring bike. It has you know like the grandpa <clears> bike. It's got the mm-hmm. speakers and the tour pack and all the heated seats and all the amenities. We take that bike, strip it down, throw all that stuff away, and uh, we cut the neck off. We do a bigger wheel and different fairing, just a bunch of custom parts so the bike actually looks badass. And at that point, uh, you don't need a chopper. Most guys mm-hmm. in the, back in the day would have a chopper for bar hopping, and then they'd have the touring bike that they were embarrassed to be seen on for mm-hmm. going long distance. So there's different levels. What? But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> We make some parts for the Indians, too. Um, yeah. And so, well, Rollins was so in love with you that, you know, we're working with Richard on some other stuff, and he said, you know, you got to check out John's show. I love this shop. I think this guy deserves his own show. Yeah. And uh, and we flew out there and met with you. Yep. We had a great afternoon there. We went over to Cave Creek, had some drinks, um, yep. Yep. hung out. And and talked about this show, and uh, now it's shot, and we're launching it on Facebook Watch, and yeah, the show I'm is super, called Flipping I'm Dirty Bird. How did you like the experience? This is your first, uh, well, you've been on TV a lot, but this is your first show of your own. How did you like it? Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm super high anxiety right now. <laughs> Not this second, but... Man, it's quite a. You start sitting back thinking, and man, it's quite a. It's quite a deal. Yeah, so I'm. I'm excited. Yeah, no, that's normal. Most, you know, most people uh, have trouble handling that. You know, just just try to, you know, drink your celery juice every morning. Yeah. Do your morning meditations. I'm listening. Yeah, right. yeah. You just have to Any manage your anxiety with something other than crack cocaine. Or That's walking all. down the center of, of town and punching people out. <clears throat> yeah. See, in Hollywood, when, when uh, an actor or someone gets their own show or their movie, it can go bad pretty quickly. About 90%, I would say, of people with their own shows can't handle it. But really? If, but, so I'm normal? For once. If, well, no, you'll be in that 10% spot if you don't do anything horrifying. it's because you you're feeling it right there's a oh yeah i've done it twice i've i've been at the front of my own show and produced it and there's an the intensity of the anxiety is something most people don't understand from the outside looking in you go oh well it's just tv show i I totally see what's going on but when you're at the top you feel like a volcano with a cork on top and it's 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 a tricky bit of business and it has to do with how is it going to be received the whole, yep. the whole world's going to be looking in, and what happens is you eventually, very quickly, acclimate to the water. It, it becomes fine. The, the pressures yeah. change, and then it's about keeping your show on the air. But well, you'll I've see it's it. all going to be fine. And I've seen, I've been watching your show. I've been watching dailies from it that uh, John, my partner, said. I mean, it's great. I love it. I was immediately hooked in. But what? But for the sure. folks listening. What uh, wh- what are you doing on the show? Explain to the show uh, the show to them and how it works. So before, besides building the bikes for clients or you know just building bikes, selling parts, we also I flip cars. Um, 
old Chevelles, Camaros, anything we could make some money on that brings us back. You know, I'm 56 years old. You know, it just reminds me. I just love those cars. We're not doing rotisserie uh, TV cars, chip foos or whatever. We're not. We're doing none of that. This is. We'll paint them, do the wheels, maybe the interior, whatever they need, whatever, whatever we can think we can make the most money on. And the show, the A story is the car, and the B story is the bike. You'll see two bikes get built during the six episodes, the start, the middle, and the end, and then start, middle, end again. But uh, and in between, there's some funny stuff that goes on, and uh, you guys get to meet my family. I got three boys, and... Uh, I loved going by your house, man. I, it was so much fun. I, I, your family wasn't there, but what I remember was there was a pool and a diving board, and on the diving board there were just BB guns laying there, and then <laughs> yeah. there were these these, these kids' motorcycles just laying on the brick. And then you had this expanse of desert behind the house. And I took a picture, and I, I brought it home and showed my boys. And I said, I found heaven for you guys. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> and they yeah, the lost their minds. Shitting on the, all over my backyard. What the is? The boys are scaring them off. The birds, whatever they are. <laughs> Those pesky birds. <laughs> the roadrunners? What kind of birds are they? No, no, no. Like, I, I don't know. They're pigeons or whatever. But they just oh, man. They shit everywhere. So. My the, kids don't really hit them. They're not very good shots, but the birds get the idea they better get out of there. It's pretty fun there, Zuckerman. I could see us there, Zuckerman. I we, like BB guns. I like shooting a pigeon. He's not yeah, yelling motorcycles? Do you ride motorcycles, Zuckerman? Okay. I, I rode a lot of motorcycles. You know, yes. one one of our sponsors on this show is Coleman. Coleman, who makes yep. the, the camping goods, but they, they all... They little bike. They, they sent us these off-road mini bikes. Right? Did you do you get one of those, John, or did I yeah. just get one, or they, were they just in the episode? Yeah, we got three of them, and we did, we raced them. Oh, you right. Know, the winner, the winner got to pick which one he wanted. Right. It's a fun afternoon for the guys. One of them ended up in my garage, and this oh, past John weekend, where we were bombing around my neighborhood on it, and is had the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a lot of scrapes on it, so I'm guessing that's the one <laughs> you guys trashed. That's but I, my my ten year old, my eleven year old got on it and rode for the first time and has been flipping out. You know, these are city kids, and and you know, here we are bombing around on that beautiful Sunday yesterday, right? Mm. This is before I poured concrete, Zuckerman. Listen to what I was doing yesterday, Zuckerman. I was bombing around on a mini bike on my street. Then I was installing a tether ball in my backyard with concrete. You, by the way, if you ever cut into your lawn, Zuckerman, you know how hard it is to dig in L.A.? It's just why, why it's all roots, that? okay? And then I poured my own concrete, and I installed a tether oh, ball brother, pole. stick to laying cable. What do, you like, what, what do you think about that? I'm a real man. Okay, that's a man for a tether ball. <laughs> tether ball and a man don't go in the same, in the same sentence. Focus on the concrete. Yes, Focus on the, on the concrete. Not on the tether ball. <laughs> not on the tether ball. Yeah. Not on that. Um, anyway, we have uh, we also have MTX Audio. You know those guys yep. at MTX, right? Sponsoring oh, this yeah. show, Desert Valley oh, yeah. Auto. Um, John's done a great job of like putting together an amazing. He's already a producer and a host. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> He's, he brings in money. He hosts the show. He puts together the episodes. It's impressive. He's a charismatic guy with a great product. He's got a great story, a great attitude. I like the whole thing. Right. And now. That's a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. That's honest. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with a lot of anxiety. What do you do to relieve your anxiety? What? I mean, I go to the gym in the morning. That's and, good. You know, some, yeah, I mean, if I'm not 
going in there spun out, you know what I mean? Then I come out feeling better, but it, I'm in there going, oh man, I just want to get out of here. <laughs> you know what? You know what my shrink says. He goes, he goes. It brings you up and then brings you down. It's a it's a healthy anxiety management. I suffer. For, I have an anxiety disorder, so I've been through all of this stuff. Anxiety. What fuels success? Uh, lot, uh, the gym is a great great thing to do. The reading, the meditation, all of those things. The Ryan Reynolds recommendation of that uh, stupid app that I do, Headspace. And right, he suffers from pretty intense anxiety. I've always tried to meditate. I don't I don't get any of the new age crap or. But I download the Headspace app and it kind of talks to me scientifically. And now I've, you've seen my stats, Zuckerman. I've been I've meditating seen... for twenty minutes a day now for half a year, think... and it's changed my life. And I would say now at least. Eight times out of ten, I'm not screaming at people in traffic. I also would say, suggest <laughs> you, you put on a different pair of glasses. Anxiety is your friend. Stress is your friend. This is the, yes. this is the residue of you putting yourself out there and trying to do something you've never done before. You're taking it to the next but, level. But it's not helpful when you're not shooting. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Jerry talks about that in your performance. He's like, you know, that's the the uh, performance tanks filling up. And I and in, before you walk out on a stage, you can turn that that anxiety and nervous system into a good performance. I can do that but it's when you're at home like now right and you're hanging out and you're, and you're in your head <laughs> yeah, the most dangerous head. neighborhood of them all <laughs> exactly. the head forget about right, cave creek forget getting me anxious yeah we'll see what you do is you focus on the next hour don't worry about it either you know you might die tomorrow and then you don't have to worry about any of this crap right that's what i right always on. tell myself not that i'm wishing that you die i'm wishing you to do a hundred thousand episodes of this show because and the funny thing know. is, think about life. I'm sure you've been in places that are more anxiety-producing than this. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> what kind of – here, I have, so I have a legitimate question. So, and, and I know I should know this, but John's closer to this show than I am. When you are selling the cars, is the car sale going to be in the episode or – after the yes. episode, so after you restore the 76 Bronco, the 72 Challenger, the 64 Corvette, the 79 GMC, do the cars go up for sale on Facebook Marketplace and then the pe- people watching the show can buy them? Yeah, and there there is no – you don't get to see who buys it because we, Got it. the episode's over. It goes on Facebook Marketplace and, you know. Wow, that's cool. buys it, buys it. That's awesome, man. Well, look, yeah. I I think this show's going to be a massive success. I think you're a super talented guy. Frankly, I like you more than Richard Rollins because you're not wearing the Cartier bracelets and, and like you said, the, the, the heart-shaped glasses. But I love Richard, too. But I, I just yeah. like you more. I think you're more authentic, and I think you're, you're shop, you're doing great builds. And I, I don't know, I love the simplicity of this show. I'm very excited about it. That's the best <clears> thing I like is that we're... We're chartering new territory, or however you want to say it. I mean, this is this is a new. Uh, how do you say it? Venue, or I mean, we're, we're yeah, you're on a streamer in, now, in right? Direction. Well, let, let me share a secret with you. In a few years, there won't be traditional networks. <laughs> They're all, all right. going out of business. Esquire was just the tip of the iceberg, Esquire Network. And it's now will, everything. They will be there in the graveyard <laughs> with the player piano and sheet music businesses. <laughs> typewriters. Throw yeah. them on top of the typewriter. And now we're here uh, at Facebook, and, uh, you know, there are real viewers there. And, it's uh, and you know, it's uh, it's going to be fun for all of us. So uh, thanks for calling in, man. I'm super psyched that we're doing doing this together absolutely and we'll be right back with more spikes car radio 
think of all the weird things found in cars. I'm not talking about your garden variety, petrified french fries, melted crayons, corpses. I'm talking live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another kind of thing that'll make you wonder, but in a good way, are Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, and Ford GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series, belts that are fanatically engineered for the perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE technology series multi-V belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. Hey, you get enough surprises working on your car and trucks. A belt should not be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. All right, welcome back. That was John Shope of Dirty Bird Customs. Concepts, I always do that. I'm never going to not do that. I always say the same thing over and over again. Dirty Bird. I'll just call it Dirty Bird Concepts. One thing I didn't ask you was, how the hell do you end up in in Cave Creek? I was about to say West Cave Creek, like West Bridgewater. Well, you meet John. He fits in there. He looks. He looks perfect there. John, remember he came to Eli Kogan's yeah, place. Auto, I, he, he auto, does and, and fit there, in there. There were a bunch of guys like us and hoity-toity goofballs. And he was like, "What?" The, you know, looking around, yeah, just going, yeah. "I don't fit in here." Right. <laughs> and it was, <clears throat> frankly, it was more fun on Cave Creek Road. <laughs> it, you know, it's just that's that's where he belongs. And there's a, there's a vibrant motorcycle community out there. You know, and sturdy. That whole scene, Zuckerman. Aren't you, you, someone who loves the Hells Angels, you would love this whole scene. Interesting. You know, because this is, this is an offshoot of one of your passions. Well, this is, these are individuals who are doing their own thing by their own rules. Right. That's what I like. That's what I love more than a specific club or gang. I like people who are individuals who create their own culture and society in the face of, of, uh, against all other norms of conduct. And, you know, in this age, and we were, we were talking about it a little at the beginning of the show about how the, as we're watching things happen in government with the propaganda machine and how dumb the human brain is and the... You can take it in whatever direction you want. Let's make the next president a 900-pound man who just talks about the virtues of being 900 pounds. And then you'll watch. 40% of the country will go, well, I'm going to be 900 pounds. I know if I moved to Cave Creek, Arizona. You'd fit right in? No, I wouldn't fit in the beginning. But in about three weeks... I would buy the leather vest. I would buy the motorcycle. I would have the gun. I would settle into that lifestyle just fine. Institutionalized. It's just you become where you live. You know, you kind of, you you know, whatever's around you, you start kind of doing that thing, right? You think you'd ever get punched in the face there? No, if that's what you did on a Friday night, yeah, I would get punched in the face just to kind of be part of it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'd want to be punched in the face. I'd want to start talking like that and, and go, yeah, yeah, those Hollywood types. It would be fun. Don't you think? I like how that was Dave <clears throat> Letterman in Cave Creek. Yeah, you're, yeah. Hey, Spike, we're going to Cave Creek, all right? <laughs> you're going to do a top 10 there, all right, big boy? Yeah, where's my pineapple before we go? I don't think they have pineapple there. <clears throat> I used to do lots of Dave impressions. I had to. I was writing them all day long. Hey, yesterday we drove, by the way. It was a great drive. What did you, you tell everybody? What I you took drove? out my 93 964 right. C2. 
regular C2. The red car. You the drive car. that so much. And I have all to, the beautiful cars you have. Uh, yeah, I but I'm going to tell you, you it's such a fantastic drive, that mm-hmm. car. That car does <clears throat> everything so right. Yep. And it, it's got the right power, <clears throat> power to chassis mixture. And I was just slicing through traffic. It, it was such a free and easy feeling. Wow. I, it, it just, you know, it didn't, I didn't, I wasn't overpowering. It wasn't hyper aggressive. It was just slicing. And what a day. Hot, clear sun, right? Calm ocean. And still wasn't as trafficy. It was kind of bad, but yeah, wasn't the, as bad as it out. could be. It, on the way out was fine. But it what you're talking out. about is so important, listeners. Listeners who always uh, write us, thank you. We like that you're very passionate and like to interact with us. But listen to what Zuckerman just said. And it's a, it's a universal truth of this thing that we do. If you find something that drives well, it doesn't have to be a multi-million dollar car. Right. It doesn't even have to be over $100,000. doesn't even have to be over fifty. If you like the groove of the drive, that's it. That's the whole thing. That was you it. don't have to spend a fortune on this car. And as you said, with all those other beautiful cars, well, guess what? Yeah. Right? That's the whole exactly. point. It, this is, in its own right, a special car and can deliver a great experience that really put me in a great mood yesterday and had me thinking, wow, Porsche really had this car. Porsche. Oh, yes. Uh, Porsche really had this car, right? Yes. Vatistan. (laughs) Vatistan. I drove my 58 Speedster and was grooving in and out of traffic with that Wilhoit motor, which just bombs. It just goes. But I'm having a a bad symptom that hopefully we're going to get fixed today. What do you got? There's a little like a bike bell noise coming. In the uh, low gears, but I suspect it's there the whole time, but I can only hear it when I'm lugging second and third gear at a very slow speed from the back uh, driver's side of the engine. Ooh, and as a, you lug, it goes... There's a piece of metal. Something has, something has slightly disintegrated <clears throat> into the engine. And now... Here's here you know I t- I was uh, went for coffee with Stacy my neighbor <laughs> and he got in and on the way back up the hill I'm like do you hear that he goes I don't want to say something so now I know I've got to he goes well good luck with that get out of the car because some if this is the transmission those old speedster transmissions those are that can be bad it's just, it's, it can be hard to track this stuff down but I suspect it sounds like it, weirdly it's on the outside of the engine if you're looking at the engine on the outside left but between me and my my kids you can't hear it when you're revving when there's a free rev right but when you pop it in second gear and just start from a stop what is that i i okay i can't tell you what it is other than a bill you got to get a bill that's a bill from willoy and then you get and on a sunday i just get in i get Sometimes I can fix these issues, but I found myself wanting a lift. I wanted a lift, and then I wanted that thing with the so wheels on it, it. The wheels on it, so someone could drive the car. It would stay stationary, and I could get under and look, and then it could the dyno thing. Head. Yeah, I wanted the, the dyno the thing. thing. I wanted to fix it. I wanted the pleasure of having the ding, 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 ding. You better go stop. to mechanic school. Go to trade tech. No, I like figuring it out on my own. Anyway, I'm going to bring it in today. And I have. Do you want a story of what happened after you left at, at yeah, yeah. Malibu? We left okay. you. I remember. So I'm sitting there, and I was sitting there with Professor Milton Berger. <laughs> Milton and, Berger and, was there. Wow. Yes, and and I hear <laughs> bicycle cleats stepping behind me. You know how I feel about these guys in their in their genital hugging outfits, <laughs> and right behind me. 
the bicycle guy burps in my fucking oh, ear. And no. I turned around and I said, did you just burp in my fucking ear? And he goes, oh, I was sorry about that. I said, look at you. Sorry about that? Sorry about that. You're hot. You're sweaty. You smell. I can see your dick and you're burping on me. And And then... These three motherfuckers. Did you really say I yes. see your dick? Yeah. And I was pissed. And it was so and rude. And you burping on me. And his, bur- what is his reaction at this point? Sorry, man. And, and it's just like, sorry. Like, it's acceptable. Like, I should have gotten up and just farted in his face and been like, hey, sorry, man. You know? That's what happens out here. Um, and so they put their stupid bicycles, their expensive bicycles, on the wall next to where we're sitting. And all of a sudden, guys. one of them goes, one of these bikes starts going, beep. And every 30 seconds, beep. Oh, dear. Beep. So I walk in. They're standing on line. And I say, one of your bipes is beeping. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's okay. And I I, I look at him. I say, no, it's not actually okay because it's beeping next to me. So it's okay for you in here because you don't hear it. But if it's next to you, you ain't going to like it. And he goes, well, that's yeah, my bike beeps when I'm off of it. It's trying to find me. Well, why? I said, why don't I, said, I can't believe I'm having this conversation after the burping. Would you just go find your bikes and do something with them? So they're Wait, not, why does his bike need to find him? Because I guess it's Bluetooth and it links up for his his dumb heart or his or his exercise program. So he had to come and he's like looking around. He can't figure out which of the three bikes mm-hmm. is beeping. It's like the fire. It's like the fire alarm. You can't figure out which one. One in the house is beeping, and then and then he figures he's got it, and he still doesn't have it. And then they go and they sit far away, and it's still beeping. And I finally walked over there and I said, "Guys, you know what? I would you please just get your bicycles and put them next to you? I don't want to hear your bikes beeping." And and I really, um, you should have just pummeled these guys. I, I said They're to clueless. Dentists. I said to Doctor Milton Berger, <clears throat> I said, you know. I said, this is the, the residue of, of a lot of therapy is that in the olden days, I would have collected their three bikes at six pounds each, and I would have taken them across the parking lot and uh, and just put them somewhere and then just shrugged when they came out and said, well, maybe, you know, you can just listen for the beeps. You'll find out where they are. Oh, your bike is still trying to find you, and it went over there. Yeah. <laughs> went, yeah. Your bike rolled over there looking yeah. for you. Why don't you use Did your you location detector? <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to clobber these guys. That's horrifying. Yeah. I hate these bike guys. I, I, I thought it's funny because I dealt with that on the way here this morning. I was like, what is all this traffic by UCLA? The traffic was light today. And you know what it was? Bike guys? But, no, it was one bike guy driving in the center of the right lane. Oh, so he was he, he was attempting to <clears throat> proclaim that, that he can share the road it's at the risk of his whole life. I'll put, let's see, I'll put my <laughs> life on black. Let her go, croupier. <laughs> Spin the wheel. I mean, yes, he's How got- does he not know, though, that that is a highway? That is, people are doing 60, and then you come across yes. this guy just wheeling in the middle because of the lane. Basically, he- you've got, okay, you've got people with our personality and mindset biking, being bicyclists. Stupid thing I to totally do. I totally see you that, You can't yeah. be a stubborn mm-hmm. asshole yes. when it's your little frail body against the car. Well, yeah, he can't see what the moms are doing with their phones in that moment. And I saw a kids. couple of double-handed phoning today texting on Sunset today, which I was impressed with. Two different by. phones? No, it was... Oh, uh, two hands. <clears throat> two, two hands, not two on the moms, wheel. Two moms, two hands on the phone and looking down and somehow still driving. 
Oh, it's the yeah. magic knee. Just know that guy's out. So I figured that that mom would take care of the bike guy for me. And there it is. we laugh. <laughs> Yay, guys. And there's our episode. <laughs> we'll end on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, as always, for listening. We love you all. We may complain, but we love all of you. As long as you listen, we will love you. We demand loyalty. Goodbye. For now. Quick before we go, 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer with your car from True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or at home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together, the two of you. You can even hug if you want. You can ask questions, get the answers you need so there's no surprises, and simply leave your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a new, better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Hey, it's Adam Carolla letting you know about my newest podcast, Going Racing. Me and Matt, the motorator, DeAndrea, that is. We'll uh, highlight the fastest cars. We'll talk about the best races and the best celebrities in motorsports. Subscribe now at Podcast Watch.